Welcome to episode one day. Hey, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, before we get started, as always, please like, subscribe, um, notification bell. I'm seeing the likes go up, the views go up because of it. Uh, so maybe it's also because of the topics I'm choosing. I don't know, but you know, slowly but surely, the numbers are going up. So thank for you, thankful. I'm thankful for you guys who have been participating in that, you know, feedback exercise. And I encourage you guys to keep it up in this episode as well. So thanks a lot. And let's get into it. Welcome to Japan, according to Akil. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akil, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Yo, hey, what's, yo, hey, ho, hey, yo, hey, you, <laughs> you shoplifter. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, um, what's going on? All right, this is episode 160. Um, really short episode. I mainly focused on some of the supplemental information that just randomly pulled up, um, pulled out of my ass literally today, you know, but it really does give um, some in-depth information for you to think about watch consume read and hopefully eat as well it's a little hidden surprise gem for you there um but yeah not too long not too short you know some good stuff in the middle so enjoy hey everyone welcome to another episode of japan according to akio let's get into it really excited for this episode it's gonna be a short and sweet one um yeah i got uh, you know, I was just, I wasn't going to record. I'll be, to be honest with you, I wasn't going to record tonight, but I was like, let me, let me, let me, let me hook y'all up with some information. Uh, mainly because uh, what inspired me is something popped up on my timeline, a mini doc. That's all I'm going to do tonight. Just give you guys some, some stuff to check out on your own. Pretty much. I don't really, really have too much to offer. I think the supplemental information i have speaks for itself um we do have a few new subscribers hey you guys thanks for joining the party <laughs> i would say uh on youtube at least uh i don't get that much data on um the audio so uh i don't really have definite numbers as far as the people um subscribe to the podcast but um as far as audio goes but i can see our audio numbers uh rising so thank you guys for that um listening in audio world and you know as always, you know, uh, I'm just happy to be here, um, share my thoughts, share information with you guys about this very interesting land of Japan that I live in. And hopefully, you know, when everything clears up, opens up, you'll have the opportunity to enjoy the ups, downs, ins and outs of this country as I do in my everyday life. So um, what we're going to do today, again, it's going to be really short because I want to finish watching this TV show. <laughs> I'm watching the climactic ending of the Castlevania anime series on Netflix, you know, that I've been working my way through. I heard that they're not going to renew the series, uh, which is kind of a bummer to me. So I was kind of saving the final episode until after I record. So, um, you know, I'm on season four, which came out recently here in Japan. I don't know, probably came out all over the world recently. Um, if you If you haven't watched it before it is quite gory quite occult you know <laughs> like if you're like a hard I, I watching this and i was like yeesh like a hardcore christian person would think this is like you know 
the devil because it kind of is but <laughs> but um I mean, I, I I don't I didn't take it that I'm not taking it that seriously. But definitely, the story is really good. The characters are real. Um, the dialogue is great between the characters, especially after you get past the first season. The first season they try to do a little shocking gore kind of stuff, but once you get to like the second season, um, you know they really develop the characters. That's what really drew me into the show, to be honest with you. Um, the story, the characters, the like dialogue that you know it's just really. Um, they did a really, really good job with the characters. Some of the fight scenes when you get towards the um, like the end of each season, you know, they got the big battles and shit. So, I mean, all of it is, is really, really interesting, uh, compelling stuff. Sometimes I'm watching, I'm just like, yeesh. <laughs> Some of the shit on there is just like fuck you know but <laughs> but um if you get if you can get past that if you can get past the religious implications if you can get past the gore and the blood and the monsters and the eyeballs popping out and shit like that every now and then it's a great show so um give it a give it a shot if you want to that's another random completely unrelated to japan i mean well there is there are some characters related to japan japan but whatever it has nothing to do with japan okay it's just my personal entertainment for the evening so this is not going to be a long podcast because afterwards i'm going to wrap up that show i take my ass to bed i was thinking about buying some beer tonight but i i was like i'm not it's rainy rainy season's here by the way the most wonderful time of the year if you know i'm not a rainy season fan at all like this is the time of year that that really sucks to be in japan i mean it, it doesn't really okay kind of sucks <laughs> kind of sucks <laughs> there's no way around it um you know like the the weather forecast is let me check make sure um Okay, that's all right. I have to make sure I'm gotta make sure I'm recording. Um <coughs> video at least. I know the audio is there. But anyway, um what was I talking about? Oh yeah, rainy season. Yeah, I mean you look, just look at the fucking weather report. It's just like rain, 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 cloudy, rain, cloudy, rain, rain. Like it's is like that's literally what it looks like for about the the next month or so, you know. So there's no way around it. You just gotta power through it. Um the humidity's rising here and you know, it's just like yeah. So I mean, you know, Japanese people don't like it. I don't really like it. The bugs come out. Mosquitoes are going to come out as a result of it. So I'm fortifying the house defenses right now. You know, I got some citronella oil on deck. I told my wife, you got to buy a diffuser. We got to plant that thing right near the doorway. Get those fumes going to keep them bastards outside. You know, because as soon as, depending on where you live, as soon as the door opens and the mosquitoes want to come rushing in and, you know, it kinda, I don't know where you're at, but it fucking sucks when you're trying to sleep and you got mosquitoes buzzing around the room. It's just, you know, so whatever. Citronella keeps it away, you know, so um, that's kind of the play for this year. Just keep, I, my job is like the defenses, the the bug defenses for the house is, is kind of my job. So um, I'm just getting everything prepared now and so that, you know, when... Um, in a couple of weeks when, you know, the mosquitoes really start flying, we're all prepared to, to keep the motherfuckers away. So that's about that's about it for me. Um, NBA playoffs is what I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm gonna, I've got the day off tomorrow. Yay. So, of course, I'm going to Costco and I'm going to wake up early and watch uh, the playoffs, the playing games. So that's that's about it for me. Um, but but let me get into this information related to Japan. Na, 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 na. <laughs> 
what the fuck am I doing? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, how, how this recording session started this morning on my commute into Tokyo, um, really interesting little mini doc, which is of course in the description, please check it out about, I think 10 minutes, 10 plus minutes about the Olympics. And, um, of course we know the situation. It's not really that so much. It's related to the budget of the Olympics. You kind of, I don't know if you've heard my hot take on, on the Olympics budget, but ever since we got the Olympics, my theory has been that the Olympics are going to end up bankrupting Tokyo pretty much, you know, um, that just, if, if you take the case study of, um, what happened in Greece, you know, Athens, Greece, or Greece in general, I know it's a smaller country. Um, you know, the economy had a lot more issues, but if you notice like, um, general, I think there's been a few games, like one or two years after the games, you know, um, when the bill, the party's over and the bill comes due, that's when the economic trouble kind of starts. And, um, Watching, you know, I just, so this little um, economic thing piqued my interest because they actually gave some hardcore numbers of what I was talking about and um, what I was thinking. And so, um, yeah, it's kind of a lot of fucking cash. This has been blown on these games. Uh, whether they actually go through or not is, is irrelevant at this point because, you know, we're not going to be having foreign tourists coming in and, you know, probably not or have a, a reduced at least a reduced amount of uh fans in the seats if they do have that so you know the money you generated from the games is just not going to be there you know the majority of it for japan so which me and um the way japanese corporate structure works the, the documentary didn't really explain it so well i think but um you know, the budget, if you, if you, they talk about how the budget has ballooned in Japan, but of course they talk about raw materials costs and labor costs, which is a thing. I think I might've talked about it on labor costs on here in the past. I can't remember, but, but another thing which they really didn't touch on is the corporate structure of Japan, where there's a lot of middlemen companies, you know, under the table, back room deals and things like that. Basically everybody's got their hand in the cookie jar, taking money out of the budget, especially the larger corporations, larger companies you know they kind of have probably gobbled up a lot of that budget you know through inside backroom deals this is pur purely speculation on my part but i pretty much is the way it goes like you know the budget projects you just look at some of the the estimates and things like that projects that probably could be streamlined and done for half maybe even like a fraction no, i wouldn't say a fraction i don't know this is just wild speculation on my part of english teacher i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but you know um I would just say, you know, definitely 50% or less the, the overall cost of some of these constru construction projects. They probably could get done if they weren't, you know, uh, contracted out and then subcontracted out over and over and over again. You have no idea how much this happens, you know. So basically, eventually what you have happen is you got this larger companies who get a contract they just subcontracted to a subcontractor to a subcontractor to a subcontractor which just balloons the cost of these things you know so um the, and then they have consulting companies said it, it's just been a bunch of news in the olympics of course all the news controversy just kind of like swept under the rug here it's do, it doesn't really become a big thing people grumble about it but it doesn't become a big issue because that's just kind of the way japan's set up but um i think i believe that whatever happens after 2021 at some point whether this shit goes down or it doesn't go down you're going to be hearing about the budgetary problems from tokyo as a result 
of these games. For me, that's just inevitable. I kind of knew it going into this like several, like at least like five years beforehand. That's just the way Japan works. And these type of projects is just, you know, um, pigs and shit basically <laughs> basically but um but but it, you know don't take my word for it uh check out that uh link in the description wherever you're consuming this and you know check it out for yourself another thing that popped up which i never even fucking thought of to think about but in my lesson today i was i went to work today and i had a lesson and we randomly talked about uh restaurants and randomly it just popped into my head like i wonder if there are michelin stars ramen restaurants in tokyo which of course there are duh you know but i never thought to connect those two dots so i did a quick google search today uh, in, in the lesson and i found like a list of michelin star ramen shops here in tokyo i didn't even i i never would have thought about that until today and i mean looking at some of the lines of those places like I ain't the one, I mean, I, you know, I'm not the one to be waiting in line for like two hours to get a bowl of ramen. That's just not going to be me personally. But, you know, I know there are people listening in Japan or outside Japan who are. It seems like several of these places are uh, English friendly. Just looking at some of the information. I, I, I didn't read it. I just scanned through the look at some of the pictures like, damn, that shit looks good. And left it at that. Um, you know, because I would imagine because they're Michelin starred, there were a lot of tourists, especially up until 2019, really float going into these places. And now that I think about it, um, now might be a great opportunity if you do live in Japan to visit some of these places because you got to think like you know up until 2000 uh up until spring of last year the massive amount of tourists coming in here those places the line was just probably around the fucking block left and right every day but because there are less people now I think is a really good opportunity you know for someone who wants to experience some really really good ramen to go check out some of these places that's just like my using your noodle you know um now is the time to act um uh, in my opinion uh, on these places and, and, and you know get some gourmet ramen you can pr probably cut your wait time in half uh, maybe even more than that, just because, you know, if you go on the right day, right time, weekday, not the weekend, you know, when they, when they open up things like that, just because, uh, you know, there aren't any, as many tourists in, in, in this situation, things like that. So, uh, for you people in Japan, definitely check out that list. People in Tokyo, definitely check out that list. You know who I'm talking about listeners, you, listeners, you know who I'm talking about, you know, um, so check that out hopefully that's helpful for you guys send some pictures to me um and give me a doggy bag <laughs> give me some missing star ramen doggy bag noodles or something i don't know <laughs> okay um the last thing last thing i know it's a short episode it's like 15 20 minutes La last thing um we're going to talk about is another thing because I, I was just like these those two things aren't enough I, I wanted something else and i found a really interesting uh youtube channel again i haven't really checked out any of their other stuff but the video that popped up is uh why do foreigners leave japan and basically this dude i guess he's in a relationship i don't know he's just riding around tokyo i think tokyo or somewhere in japan um on a bike you know uh, recording and talking about why Japanese people leave Japan. I didn't listen to the whole thing because I'm familiar with the topic. I'm familiar with, you know, I just looked at um, the timestamps in it. Again, my bad for not putting timestamps in 
I'm not being consistent with the time steps of the podcast. Again, I'm just throwing this shit out to here. You know, I tried ding, fiddling with timestamps in the past, but I'm just throwing this shit out here at this point. You know, um, you'll get timestamps sometime in the future, but they ain't going to be right now. <laughs> I'm sorry if you new listeners. My bad. I tend to ramble in the beginning, you know, um, but people on youtube sorry i uh, i listen you know i tend to listen back in the order of the pod whatever fuck it like i'm I'm just not doing it okay sorry i'm lazy fuck it okay <laughs> but um but um whatchamacallit yeah yeah but if just looking scrolling through the timestamps of um what this guy was talking about it seemed pretty on uh on spot and another tip which i saw on ironically on a comment um, about the video definitely if you're living in japan or considering coming to japan on that video i highly recommend you read through the comments of um that video because one person said oh thank goodness i read the comments of it and me just taking a second and just scrolling through i was like huh i wonder why and scrolling through yeah there were a lot of gems a lot of information of people's experiences who've been here for a while you know reasons why they reasons why they left of course and you know things that that happened to them along the way so um you know it just um joshua i think you know as well especially for you um that can be some really really uh useful information so definitely check that out definitely check take the time to check the comments as well i think you'll find some information even if you're not considering coming here you know just seeing what japan's all about you know people talk about you hear all these love letter fucking videos about i mean it's true why japan's so great and what we love about japan and the last time i did one about you know why being in japan too long and things like that and, and it's true but you know, um, when the party's over and you, 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 I've seen people with that look in their eye when, when they realize they stuck around in this country, you know, a bit too long. Um, and yeah, some people freak out. Some people, you know, um, you know, scramble and, and, and run back to their home country. Some people, you know, it's just a bittersweet thing. It's time to go. Um, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a Japan lifer. I know that, you know, if you, if you ain't know that, I don't, you have not been listening, but you know, I know I'm definitely here for life. Uh, but I know the vast majority of people aren't. Um, and, you know, coming into Japan with a definitely clear idea of, of you know, it, it, for me now, I tell people when they come, it's bipolar. Either you go or you stay. You stay or you go. That's it. At some point, you know, if you're going to go, at some point you're going to go. And um, time ticks by, you know, and, and you kind of lose that sense of time as you're here. You know, a year, two, three years bleeds together really, really quickly. You know, and especially, like I said, I've said before, if you come here in your mid to late 20s, you know, zoom, 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 three, four years go by. And you're just like, oh, shit, I'm pushing 30 now. Fuck, I got to, like, start getting my, you know, shit together. Um, and I've seen people freak out about it. You know, I freaked out about it, you know, and uh, until I, you know, made the conviction that I was going to stay. So... Um, I just always encourage people just to get ahead of the issue and regardless without freaking out about the issue, you know, because, you know, as, uh, as much, I've seen, you know, success stories of people going back. I've seen people who, you know, I've heard people who, you know, fuck around and, you know, I don't know the fuck in the winds. Like, I don't know. So 
So I don't know, like, you know, but, but I, um, just, just what I've heard from this video, it gives some food for thought, some reasons why people are leaving and some, some, maybe, you know, people before you enter the country, you know, g give you some, some image of, 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 of some of the hurdles that you'll need to overcome if you are considering staying here and how things change, you know, can change for people uh, with the intentions of staying here forever, you know, who become, you know, uh, jaded, basically. That's what happens. Some people become jaded and um, there are some jaded ass, bitter people who feel stuck here. There are, you know, they're around, um, but there are also some people who enjoy their life here. I'm one of them, you know, and there are some people who, you know, who just, you know, like enjoy their time here and, and understand when it's time to, to, to move on. Uh, the latter two, personally, I'd prefer for you, whoever you are, you know, listening or watching, I prefer for you to fall into the final two categories. So if you're going to leave you know, keeping your mind, keep the benchmark in your mind of when to leave and not only leaving, but what you're going to do upon the return to your home country and prepare thoroughly, thusly, if that's even a word anymore for that. If you're a person who's going to stay forever, be prepared for the mountain that you're going to climb, have to try to climb the hills that you're going to have to try and climb. I'm Lord knows I'm still climbing that mountain. And, um, um and and just be prepared for that you know and i think this video and the comments accompanying it is another tool the food for thought for that so definitely check it out that's my contribution to everybody's lives to the world to japan to the future <laughs> i'm just <laughs> gloating i don't know i don't know in the glory of this podcast that nobody listens to <laughs> Or whatever. Okay. All right. That's enough of that. Let me let me finish up my show. So thanks for watching, you guys, and I'll holler at you next time. Peace.